welcome to an edition of Talking Ticks. I'm not going to say it's a great edition because, man, LSU baseball just got swept by the resurgent rebels of Ole Miss. Uh, just didn't really expect that to happen. Uh, I guess we could talk about that. And um, but anyway, LSU did have some uh, some some good news recruiting wise, both on the basketball and the football front. I guess we can get into all that, but. I think the I think the LSU baseball news kind of overshadows everything with just like a big dark gray cloud. Um, hopefully, it didn't dampen you guys' weeks or weekends, but kind of hard to overcome, especially right before uh, you know people are going to be looking at resumes for tournament time. But hope you guys had a good week and weekend. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, Tommy and I were both out of town at Purdue University for my brother's college graduation this weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah, just got back a couple hours ago, but had a good time there. Um, so congratulations to, to him. And yeah, so I missed out on a bunch of the LSU baseball watching, but kind of tuned in where I can. Thankfully, I kept my eyes off it for the most part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you didn't really, we, we didn't really miss much. Uh, but that yeah, was a good time. Good time to be up in the big. That was the first time I've ever been to a big, uh, big ten school. Uh huh. We checked out the football stadium. Yeah. Not quite as big as Tiger Stadium. Yeah. You know, it's not the SEC. It just means more where we are. So, right. Uh, but anyways, LSU kind of down this week. Although we got, like you said, we got the good news on uh, on the recruiting front. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's. Um, I'm glad you guys had a good weekend. And- Got to check out a Big Ten school. I I don't know. I'd have been interested in Purdue. My my cousin almost went there. I know Drew Brees did. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I know it's probably like a, a good engineering school, but um, it, they so got a lot of Brees state. stuff. Like they yeah. they got. I saw Brees. Um, there was a Brees fathead in some store we went in. Like remember that um that that gift shop? There was a Brees fathead, and then there's of course there's walk-ons in their student union, which is Brees built, and wow. then um. I forget where I saw it somewhere else, but there was another Breeze thing. Yeah, they, they have basically two famous alumni, Drew Breeze and, and Neil Armstrong. And astronaut Neil Armstrong, and they hype them up both a lot. Yeah. Uh, they got they kind of plug Neil Armstrong and everything. And like you said, yeah, my brother was in electrical engineering, so there's a whole lot of them out there. They got a lot of facilities like that. Right um, on. Campus right is on. nice, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, know G- I know Purdue basketball had a – uh, I don't know, just a, like a really, really long tenured coach, Gene Cady. So ba- Purdue basketball was, was good for quite a few years. I, I remember him as a coach going up against, I think, Dale Brown maybe a couple times. But, um, you know, obviously Big Ten, mostly, I don't know, basketball in other school. Football here and there when they get somebody like Drew Brees. But obviously they, don't, they didn't shy away from using his name, image, or likeness to, uh, to help bolster their their revenue good for them yeah. um but to uh to bring it back to to lsu and back down to very very humble ground tigers get swept at home by the rebels i i don't know i, I maybe after that first game i kind of thought well i mean a sweep is possible i just didn't think before this weekend that you know the, the tigers were bad enough to get swept granted Ole Miss is kind of on a late season tear. You know, they were winning like four of six before they came into Baton Rouge. And now that extends to, to seven out of nine. So I, I don't know. Kudos to them. They, they obviously had, had everything going for them. We, we had nothing um, even had a rain delay on Friday night to carry the game into Saturday morning, Thought that might've, you know, kind of changed, changed the game a little bit, but 
It didn't. Uh, Ole Miss took every single game. It, uh, game two or three, they they weren't even really in question. Uh, it was just that first game that was kind of close. Tigers kind of got out to a little start, but then um, Rebels just had one really good inning, uh, you know, kind of like the other two games. They just had one really good inning, and it kind of was the difference in all the games. Um, but I, I don't know. I, just the fact that LSU didn't even show out for at least one game was kind of very disappointing. Kind of shows where you're at where, at this point in the season, too. We're thinking, you know, maybe they could – they took the series against the Rebs. They put them in a good position for postseason, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't see them hosting a, a regional now. Yeah. Do you? I mean, not. No, I don't think so. I feel like, um, I mean, if we, if we, well, I think, I think any of our postseason play is not going to look pretty after, after kind of this weekend. We just, again, we just don't have any pitching. A lot. They, you know, the first game, like you said was uh it was a little bit closer well that's uh that's mikhail hilliard's day the next two days it's not even close they put up eight, eight runs and 11 runs and um what in the saturday game or no today we put up five right yeah but uh so i mean like that's that's great that's good offense if we have a little bit of pitching we you know we might win that game mm-hmm. but um when you give up 11 runs you know we only put up one today uh, or no, we only put up one yesterday. You're not going to win. You're not going to, there's no, there's no chance. Like, and you can't, I, like, I don't, I don't think you can expect our offense to, to be like, well, why can't you just hit, why can't you just put up 12 runs? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, no, it's like, we need to, although, you know what, also uh, the errors, they, they rear their head again. So it's not all pitching. I think a lot of it's pitching, but we're just, we're just not, a, we're not an elite team. And I'm hoping we can we could kind of you know move move forward or I hope we can maybe take a next take a step next year take a better step next year but I feel like this year's mm-hmm. kind of kind of over. Yeah, Ole Miss baseball coach Mike Bianco kind of gets his revenge after being in some circles a candidate for the LSU coaching job uh, when Jay Johnson was hired. Now he comes to LSU against his own son and former team and, and sweeps us. So must I guess feel pretty good for him. But yeah, like you mentioned, Tommy, that the starting pitching. Uh, Mikhail Hilliard, who was undefeated going into this series, picks up his first loss. And out of all three weekend starters, the most innings we got out of anybody was three, uh, which is kind of unacceptable. And the most innings out of any pitcher at all was five innings. I think uh, Floyd threw five in relief of, uh, of Mikhail Hilliard. So it's hard to, to use your staff when you're trying to just plug and play pitchers left, right, and center. You're like, all right, go in there, pitch. And then it creates chaos. Um, and then we kind of discussed this before, but we have a good offense, but with the pitching that we have, we're going to give up some runs. And if the offense isn't on point, then we can't out slug every single opponent. Uh, and then you get games like this, but once a day, eight to five, or like we put up five runs, but you also give up eight. Uh, it's tough to win that way. And the season, this whole season has been kind of up and down for the Tigers. We had won three series in a row, but we got swept by Arkansas before and lost a, a few other ones. Uh, so they, it's like they get a little pop and then they just fade away. Um, unfortunately, the season is basically over. We have the last regular season series at Vanderbilt, who is always a challenging opponent. And we had expected them to win at least one, probably two against Ole Miss. So it's hard to, to hope for much more against Vanderbilt. But 
Um, Although this isn't the Vanderbilt team that we're used yeah, to. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, we just need to get at least one. We, we've kind of fallen out of the contention for the top four seed in the SEC tournament with three straight losses. Um, so now we're like middle of the pack and it's going to be a fight in Hoover. Um, so we'll see if we can at least pick up a couple and end the season on a, a relatively high note. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. But uh, just this weekend, they they kind of uh, just showed that, like you said, they're they're not elite. You know, these these guys they've they've done so well, mostly on the road too. Like the like you said, the last three series, um, and we just we couldn't even get one win at home against a team that was behind us in the standings, who's probably past us now. But I mean, just um, I, I don't know the. I don't think that, you know, we should really expect to make really make it out of regionals. If we did, it'd be amazing. Uh, but, you know, this was kind of a weekend where even if, if there were like hard fought games, you know, that yeah. first game, you know, was kind of mixed up with the, the rain delay carried into the next game, but you know, she just seemed flat the whole weekend. Yeah. And I, I know they, like, I guess that second game was just the real doozy because, you know, you could, you could kind of play off that, that rain delay games to just, all right, well, you know, we had to split it up between last night and this morning, you know, we just, we just weren't, uh, you weren't there, but we got the second game. All right. Well, you know what? We didn't get the first two, but we are not going to let them sweep us at home this late in the season, but they did. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I think I would pare down all my expectations uh, for the Tigers. I, I don't think that they'll be hosting a regional at this point, even if they were to win the series at Vanderbilt. But I mean, even that now seems kind of just slightly out of reach. You know, I, like, I, I seriously doubt that they can sweep Vanderbilt on the road at this point, although they've had success on the road, on the road series, but man, um, I don't know. They're just inconsistent, really. You know, kind of like the basketball team had been, you know, they just obviously show promise in certain times, but then other times they just, they're just really not living up to potential mm-hmm. and that's just going to be the case. I, I think uh, you could put it all to pitching, but you know, like we've said before, the, the errors, the, just uh, the, how the, we can run rule somebody on Tuesday night, but then we can only muster one run at home on yeah. a Saturday a- afternoon. <clears throat> My goodness. Uh, I just, it just, that's just inconsistent. You know, it's like they, the bats are, are, are flowing when they do, but when they're not, you know, it kills us. Yeah. And, we mentioned it before, but they're also still very kind of homer dependent. Like you'll see, oh, yeah. if you check LSU's box boards, you'll see a lot of like solo home runs or like Dylan Cruz will pop one or like Tyler McManus had a home run today, like kind of for naught. He's had like a few and we just don't put, we have a good offense, but we don't put a whole lot of runners on base and like hit for average. We're kind of cycling through the lineup and grinding their pitchers down. It's like, you'll have a solo shot and then like six outs in a row and then yep. another one. Um, and so that's not very consistent. Uh, it can lead to some big box scores if you start stacking them up, but then it's kind of feast or famine and you end up with one run games like we had uh, on Saturday. So that's not really something I can think you would, would be able to adjust for, but it's just kind of the nature of the beast that we've played with. Well, it is. I mean, you can, you can definitely adjust for it. The only thing is I just don't know if that's, this might be kind of the way that the way that Jay Johnson wants to play. Um, you know, he, he is a power guy. Supposedly. Yeah. That's what, what he really wanted to emphasize. He was, he wanted to let it fly, but, you could definitely adjust for that, um, you know, with with the way that you that you kind of coach your guys to take approaches at the, at the plate, and you know, working counts and trying to get in positions to to uh, you know go for more base hits. Uh, 
yeah, now you can't, you know, it's not, it's not as simple as saying, okay, like don't hit, don't hit it hard, you know, hit it, don't hit it in the air, hit it there. But there definitely is, there's different, different approaches you could take. Um, but again, I think, I, I think maybe this might, you know, this might be kind of like the tinkering kind of the 60%, 80% of what a Jay Johnson offense looks like. This is kind of like, maybe he's like, yeah, this is kind of what we want to be at. And Again, I, I will say, like, I think that it would be a lot different if we did have that consistent pitching. I think we'd be telling a, a, a very different tune. We might be losing some, like Daniel, like he said, we might be losing some where, um, where we, we, where our offense, we don't have like a, the absolute, you know, boom offense and it's kind of boom or bust. We have that kind of a bust night and maybe we lose a game like, you know, 2 1 or 3 1 because we just don't have the power that night. But then I could totally see us also winning a ton of those games because we we put up eight runs and we don't give up. We only give up four. So I, I don't know. I think that uh, I just I, to be honest, I kind of want to I want to get on to I want to I see what he can do with the with the recruiting and maybe we'll see what we can what we can come up with next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it sucks, but we kind of have to kind of shift our trip our expectations towards next year because uh i don't know just i I think this weekend kind of solidified the fact that uh we are probably not ready just as a team for postseason play Mm -mm. it may come to us you know we could travel but i mean we're not i don't think we're gonna make a big dent in anywhere no i mean yeah i mean we could we could end up you know playing in beaverage or wherever uh wherever uh-huh. Oregon state is, uh-huh. yeah, we ended up in Oregon state again. Um, but you know, like just to make the postseason cause we, we are that good of a team at least, but, um, to, to, to expect that the tigers will just all of a sudden turn it around without any sort of indication, you know, that they would this weekend. There's no, you know, there's just no drive there. Uh, it's just weird. You know, it just, some games they're just, amazing uh you know or maybe one guy just kind of hides the fact that they they have a lot of deficiencies you know like dylan cruz can go and carry the team for a week for a series or a weekend really uh but i, I don't know i i think uh all in all they are you know sorely deficient in certain areas that uh <laughs> they kind of kind of paved the way for a postseason like pitching and clutch hitting so I don't know. No, I, I mean, knowing this team, watch them sweep Vanderbilt. And yeah, then like, we'll sweep Vanderbilt. And then and the next week we're going to be like, all right, maybe they are good after yeah. all. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but then, then they'll just let us down in the SEC tournament again. True. Or they won't. They'll win it out, and then they'll just get blanked in the uh, – They'll get blanked in the home in a, in a re- They'll host a regional and get blanked. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, um, I don't know. I'd say – I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this week's midweek game, and then you know the, the series against Vanderbilt. I, I I'm not going to put too much on them. I, I feel like they're doing as best they can with what they have, and obviously, you know, they're they're missing some some key components. But I don't know. I guess we could try and enjoy the rest of the season for what it is. Yeah, no, it's it's still fun to watch. And yeah, watch the LSU baseball while you can, because then summer comes, and then we there's got, nothing. To we watch. got nothing for June well, and you got Major League Baseball, but as far as LSU goes, yeah, you got all you got is SEC SEC Network reruns. Yeah, although there's all the uh, the often chance where an LSU Tiger will get called up to the bigs, 
like Kramer Robertson did this past True. week. Good stuff. I think, yeah, I think it was like maybe 24 hours he got called up and then sent back down. I don't know. It was very interesting. But he did get an RBI. And I think his mom and Paul Maneri were both in hand to see it. They up were. in St. Louis. Yeah. They were, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you get up to the show, you don't know if it's going to be your one or your first or your third or whatever time. So uh, good for him. I just to get that call, man, it's like you could see him. He, he knew that you could see it on his face after he had that hit that kind of drew, drove the guy in. And then he went to the dugout. Everyone was congratulating him because they, they all know. They, they know that first time you get called up and then you get an RBI or a hit or something. Yeah, It's, it's nothing to snuff at because not everyone can say they've done it, you know? Yeah. You, you can make some decent money being a professional baseball player and never see the field as a, you know, as, you know, on the, on the show, I the show, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, different. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any more uh, baseball? I don't think so. Yeah. We want to want to round the horn in LSU sports. Yeah, I mean, Might as well. Two little, two little quick, quick uh, updates. First, Adam Miller returning to the basketball team. I think it's it's, it's, a, it's kind of a, the last, like the last kind of important piece that I feel like we actually need. The, now you can look at this roster. Is it what we had last year? No. Is that a bad thing? Maybe not. You yeah. know, who knows? Like, I think that we had, we had such an up and down year, similar to baseball kind of this year, last year um, with our basketball team that keeping some of the pieces. I remember Adam Miller was kind of the piece that will Wade, of course, no longer with us, but will Wade um, was saying like, was going to be the centerpiece scorer of our team. So Maybe that's the same. Maybe that's the same thing for this team. Um, obviously, s- something that that Mike, or not Mike, <laughs> that um, Matt McMahon said to him uh, influenced him to stay. So I'm I'm kind of excited. Yeah, and Adam Miller is a guy who we've talked about a fair amount, who's never even actually pulled on an LSU jersey, which is weird to say considering he transferred from Illinois before last season. But he's like weirdly loyal too. Yeah. And then sat, sat on the bench the whole year after tearing his ACL preseason. Uh, and so now hopefully he'll be the senior leader, combo guard, point guard uh, that we need to kind of bring this group of disparate basketball sources together oh, yeah. into a, a unified team here. Uh, so glad to have him. It was also a little bit strange because his last two teams he was deciding from was LSU staying here and TCU and there were some rumors kind of out and about the, that former coach Will Wade was like recruiting for TCU in some respect. Yeah, fake like news, trying, fake news. Yeah, and then and then Adam Miller <laughs> was like trying to shut that down on Twitter. And so maybe it had nothing, but even Miller like on Twitter was say, still say, staying kind of loyal to Will Wade. He's like, Wade would never do that. Like that's a guy, like he cares about all the players. <laughs> so it was all kind of a mix up online, I guess. Uh, but happy he's here and um, move for, moving forward with a new team and a new coach. <laughs> I wonder um now wait isn't isn't Xavier Pinson still deciding? Yeah, he's yeah. still in the transfer portal as far as I know. Huh. And he's changed his teams now. I think it's still Mississippi State but it's no longer Xavier. Uh there's a couple other different schools in there that they weren't there before. So he's Wait, is God LSU still on the list? No. I no, it's not. Okay. I I just I don't know what he's looking for in a school. I mean but he's he's not finding it because he's still in the portal. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam Miller's back, and uh, hey, how could you not be pumped? You know, I mean, the the fact that we went from a meddling team that was 
you know, like way, way, way underperforming with what we had to possibly we could be overachieving, overachieving this upcoming year based on who's transferred in, who has stayed and who has, who has committed yeah. to us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that is the kind of crazy thing about basketball is that like, if you get a few guys, right, then it, it doesn't, that doesn't, it doesn't take much to move the needle. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's about chemistry. It's about finding the, the right mix of guys. And I don't know, I, all it takes is Matt McMahon. It's Matt, right? Not Mike. Yeah, it's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> all it takes is Matt McMahon finding the right combination of guys that he has. And I don't know, they could, they could make a run, you know, they could, they could at least start a nice foundation to build on. Cause obviously not everyone's going to stay after this first year, but um, you know, he's, he's got some, some pro level talent, I think. So it'll just depend on what he can do with it while it's there. But um, basketball wasn't the only one to, to get a nice recruit. Uh, LSU got a nice football recruit, didn't they? Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll take this one. So this oh, is just a couple you. hours old on the news, uh, but running back Trey Holly out of Farmerville, Louisiana, committed to LSU, uh, four-star running back, ranked 10th in the country at his position. And he's a, a guy that LSU's targeted for a long time. And he didn't really like lean too heavily into LSU until the past couple of months and then really kind of put on that steam. And in his commitment, he was really shouting out uh, Frank Wilson. They mm. seem to have developed a relationship. And so that was something we were looking for from Frank Wilson when he came back to LSU was recruiting the ground that he knows in the state of Louisiana. And uh, Holly is a junior and he's got, I got to pull up the stats here, uh, 6,900 rushing yards and 98 rushing touchdowns in three years. So he's averaging like over 3,000 yards and 30 touchdowns a season. Yeah. Uh, and if he continues on his pace, he'll like smash the Louisiana state rushing record this year as a senior uh, and so even if he's not like the number one running back in the country or whatever, you can't really turn that down. Am I completely off or is that who, who has that record right now? Nick Brosset? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. He actually does. That's I what I thought. Yeah. I knew it was the LSU guy. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. He's five, eight. So I guess kind of average running back height, one eighty. Um, And so good to have him. I think union parish uh, or farmerville high school that he was with, won the state championship with him last year or came close to it. So uh, glad we added him to the class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Nick Brosset, wasn't he added as like one of these guys that are like developing player personnel? Like he got he that. Was. Yeah. I saw that too. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's the guy, which is I think what Kevin Fox position was, but uh, he is, I guess he's a, I don't know, maybe he's a deputy or something like that. Anyway, he's helping develop, you know, players players on a personal level um but anyway yeah congrats to him hopefully uh you know hopefully he can break it and that'll i, I don't know give, give him some confidence coming into to lsu hope he can break nick brosette's records there as well um i don't know if you guys saw i'm sure you did i'm sure some other people saw it too but um i would say some recruiting news that honestly i didn't really think we we would hear some so a recruiting battle that I didn't really think LSU was going to take part in, but now it turns out that like the top QB prospect from next year is going to make a visit to LSU. Arch Manning coming to LSU to take a visit. Um, from what I saw, it was because he, he wanted to check in on his buddy, Bo Borderline because they played together in high school mm. and 
he's at LSU now. So it's like, eh, well, why not? Also, you know, there's there's the, uh, the the rumors out there before that Brian Kelly made a really good impression on him mm-hmm. when they whenever they met wherever that was. Uh, I I have a guess on that, but I'm just wondering what you guys thought of that so far. Is it uh, much ado about nothing, or do you think that the Tigers? I don't know. They could potentially be in play here. To me, I just I don't think it. I don't think it. I think it's more of a courtesy kind of thing. Right. Like, not like a. I mean, not like a pity. Not a pity party, but like it's a kind of tip of the cap. To yeah. Like, like let's go check it out and see what happens. But like, I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Brian Kelly wants the future for wants his future to be my, uh, Walker Howard. That's why he recruited him so heavily at, at Notre Dame. Um. And in some in some cases, you know, there there have been reports that have come out that Brian Kelly was actually uh, pretty much like locked up for LSU like halfway through the season before the visit with Walker Howard happened. So it was almost like he was recruiting Walker Howard, you know, to LSU well before it all gone public. But um, I just don't see. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see Arch Manning coming to LSU. Yeah, it's, it's one of those almost kind of like too good to be true situations yeah. where he'd be coming into a crowded room where he wouldn't really start for probably two years he's arch manning he's not arch you know wilson um the guy he's going to want to be the star the star of the program Mm -hmm. and i and i don't think unless 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 we were like punting walker nussmeyer enter the portal now it's all arch i i don't know if he's gonna i I don't think he comes one thing that's kind of strange to me about arch manning is it we've been talking about for so long and through this next year it's almost gonna be weird to see him play college football for any school yeah to see him not play for newman and be like the guy who's like coming up yeah and it, it seems like he should basically be going straight to the pros almost yeah. it was like he like sits out and then not that he's gonna, gonna do this but like he would like sit out and, and eliminate the recruiting battle completely by like not even playing and then he just goes to the pros or something uh and then whichever school wins the lot arch manning lottery gets to rejoice and everyone else is crushed um, but I'm, who, I'm, who are his? It, it's right now. It's it's Texas and Alabama, right? That's well, well. It's supposedly Georgia might be in the mix too. Yeah, I've heard Georgia's made a pretty okay. strong push. Clemson was in there earlier, and like Florida, maybe. But this seems yeah. unlikely. But yeah, I think Texas, Alabama, and Georgia. Are, but Texas, a Texas sucks. Alab, sorry, Alabama. Yeah. They're good, but like, is he really going to supplant Bryce Young? Uh, I don't know but about that. Bryce Young would be gone by then. Really. Okay. Well, actually, he'd have one more. He'd have one, but I mean, to be honest, that's not a bad spot to be in. Sure, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback that you that you get to sit. Well, no, no, Bryce Young will be Bryce Young is gone this year. No, because this is he was a true freshman last year. No, he wasn't. Oh, he sat right. behind Mac Jones. You're right, you're right. Actually, so he was a redshirt freshman. He's a redshirt. Yeah, um, he'll he'll go this year, undoubtedly. Yeah, because he's projected like number one overall pick yeah. next year's NFL draft. He's too good. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could. Well, I could but here's going. here's the thing: is well, whoever gets it, it's like he. It's not going to be nil, right? It's not going to be money. The guy doesn't. I don't think he, he really need money. needs money. He does. He doesn't need money. And from what from every from what everyone has said, it, the Mannings in general are like, we don't care about the nil really. Like, you know, we want it. We want him to go to the best place for him as far as football and as far as career goes, like professional career. And I mean, the, the Mannings do care about academics. They care about that kind of stuff too. Uh, that's that's what i was thinking about because I, I saw an article where arch specifically said that and to me that's why i guess that's why i thought maybe brian kelly would stick out to him because brian kelly seems to be more about the academics than our 
than his predecessors, his last two predecessors. At least he's never, you know, they they never vocalized it, but Brian Kelly has. So if if like someone's trying to full court press arch like football, football, we got we got a place for you, but then Brian Kelly comes in and says, yeah, you could do football. We got really good academics too. Like if he just heard something different, maybe yeah. that might like open something up. Not that he's going to commit to LSU, but you know, it's like like you're saying something different now. You're, now you're talking to me, buddy, because everyone can talk to foot talk to me about football. You know, everyone yeah. in their country can make a case, but if you approach it with academics or, or something else they haven't heard yet, that might be the game changer. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Um, well, he's supposed, to, he's supposed to announce this summer, right? He's gonna, I, I think heard, he said summer or, or like during the season. Or Okay. I, I, I know that at one time he said he was going to do it over the summer. He, so. he kind of hinted at his LSU like visit coming during the summer. And he said, uh, I'll probably go up there for a game in the fall. No, no. I mean, no, I mean, he, I thought he was supposed to commit. He's supposed to commit this summer, from from what I've heard. Hmm. Well, not anymore. Yeah, not with that BK takeover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not when, not after we see a video of him dancing with Brian Kelly. <laughs> I, I I don't think we're going to see that. I, I really don't. Yeah, they're going to save it for themselves. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Cooper Manning's going to let that happen. He's like, I, I'm going to go with you on this trip because I'm not going to let you dance with this dude in this 360 lighting. <laughs> Forget that. Anyway, uh, but yeah, very interesting. We'll see how it plays out. But I mean, LSU's in the mix for some other QBs as well. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But for now, do you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on? Not really. I guess two quick NFL football notes. Um, Jarvis Landry, former LSU Tiger, coming back to the Saints. Him and Tyran meeting up now. They're trying to get OBJ in there as well. Oh, really? Uh, that's what people were saying. Look, they got to complete the trifecta. That'd be kind of cool. But I don't know if the Saints' checkbook is big enough for all these. Like, for maybe OBJ will take that hometown discount. But that's that'll be pretty cool to see. <laughs> uh, and then also today at the airport in Charlotte, North oh, yeah. Carolina, uh, we were waiting for our flight back to New Orleans, and we saw in the gate next to us was boarding for Baltimore, and we saw Baltimore Ravens first round pick. Uh, Lind Lindberg, is that right? Lind uh, Tyler Linderbaum, Linderbaum uh, yeah, center out of Iowa, and then their second round pick, David Ajabo out of Michigan. They were sitting right there, yeah. big old guys. Like they had Ravens and NFL draft gear on. Yeah. Uh, Tommy saw Linderbaum like studying NFL film. On he was holding, he was holding his like his like book, and I was like, this guy's watching film. I was like, oh, okay, it might be like a high school coach or something. And I looked at him, I'm like, oh, he's big. And then uh, he cl- he closed like the iPad, like the case or whatever, and it had number sixty four with the Ravens logo on there. So I was like, "Oh, he's he's like legit." <laughs> so I was need to see him. All it was kind of weird. I guess they're just like they're the in the NFL. Commercial. Yeah, they're in the NFL now. They got a first round pick, but he's still got to fly <laughs> in the back of the plane. And those guys probably don't fit in the seats very well. True. So that was interesting. Not- but- <laughs> oh, so they weren't first class, you said? Well, I don't I don't know. Maybe they were, but we I'm just sure saw them in, in the terminal, just kind of. Yeah, we there. saw them board. <laughs> Right, they weren't taking private jets everywhere. That that ish is expensive, by the way. So, I mean, if you're flying first class everywhere, you're taken care of. It's fine. But yeah, study, study those books. Don't be like Jamarcus Russell. Anyway, uh, that's cool. Uh, it's it's always funny when you run into somebody at the airport because you can you can usually tell if it's like some guy that's you know six seven three hundred something pounds. You're like, all right, I know you've you got to do something. <laughs> yeah, who do you play for? Who do you wrestle with? What is it? Yeah. You know, anyway, um, cool. Well, I don't know. I guess that that might about 
do it for us this week. Got got a light one. Uh, let's let's just gracefully move past this LSU Ole Miss series and look forward to this upcoming week. Hoping it fares better. Uh, and guys, any last words before we head out? No, I don't think so. Hopefully, baseball closes it out. We'll have the series recap and anything else that pops up. Yep, indeed. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we we find a miracle in our pitching staff. Somebody that's just waiting to unlock some pitch that gets him in the lineup and gives us a second second day solid starter. We'll see. Not not holding our breaths though. Uh, but well, whatever it is, we'll have it for you next week. Uh, and anything else that comes out of uh, LSU land or, or Baton Rouge or even even New Orleans for that matter, uh, we'll have it for you here on Talking Tig. So until then, stay safe, stay tuned, and we will talk to you next time on Talking Tigs.